if you're feeling a little blah and kind of need a kick in the booty, a little inspiration, a little motivation, this quick tip Tuesday episode is for you. We're chatting about the four best tips for booking clients, even in the pandemic, from my students inside Marketing School for Photographers. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Welcome to this Quick Tip Tuesday episode. Hey, this was recorded on Facebook Live, so it's a little glitchy in the beginning, but hang in there and really listen to these tips and take action on them because they are going to significantly help improve your bookings if you take them to heart. All right, this is a quick one. Let's get into it. Hey, do you need a little dose of inspiration? Well, I am glad you're here because today I am sharing four of the best tips for booking clients during the pandemic from marketing school students. If we've never met, my name is Tavia Redburn. I am the founder of The Beauty and Birth, where I train photographers how to go full-time. And today I'm going to share those four tips directly from marketing school students about what is working to get them clients even during the pandemic. So we're actually recording this Quick Tip Tuesday episode on Facebook Live. So if you're here live and you have questions as we go, please ask them in the chat and I will stick around to answer them at the end. So recently we asked students inside Marketing School for Photographers to share some of their stories about how their businesses have grown in the last 12 to 18 months. And I pulled these four tips to share with you today based on what they said. If you want more inspiration and motivation after this episode, head over to thebeautyandbirth.net slash vote to hear their stories. And the winners, you're going to actually vote for your favorites. And the winners are going to get some awesome prizes. I am always blown away by what can be accomplished in a short amount of time when you really put your head down and do the work. And a lot of these students built their businesses through the pandemic. So they've erased this excuse of like, oh, I can't because of COVID. I want you to be inspired by their stories here today. So let's get right into it. The four tips for booking more clients from marketing school students. Tip number one, and it's something I say all the time. So you're probably used to hearing it. Become known for something by specializing. Become known for something by specializing. I know I sound like a broken record, but this tip was significant for my student, Tia. She said, I have relationships with most of the midwives in the areas and most of the doulas. Because she specialized, she said, I raised my prices and I booked births at those prices. And I was scrolling through the local Facebook group the other day and someone was looking for a photographer. And someone had screenshotted my page. This is Tia talking. Someone had screenshotted my page and posted it. I had no idea who this person was who shared my page. And scrolling through the comments, the lady who was the original poster said, I've heard about Tia and I've heard that she's awesome. And it's just been great to see that people know my name that I don't know. That is the power, you guys, of specializing. Whenever you niche down and choose something really specific when you're first starting out, people start to know you for that thing. So you've heard me say it often, 
And now Tia is saying it as well. It's like one of the key ways that she was able to stand out and book her ideal client was because she specialized. And here's the thing, guys. Specializing doesn't have to be birth. It's what I chose to specialize in. It's what Tia chose to specialize in. But a lot of my students have had success specializing in newborns or even weddings too. Like we have students inside marketing school who um, are wedding videographers. One of them is like a, a birth coach. She doesn't even do photography. <laughs> so the key is just to choose a specialty and then put it on blast. And the key here is also to niche down and then expand later if you want to. You don't have to stay that niche forever. The point of niching is to quickly become known for something. So that is tip number one. If you don't have a super specific specialty, this is your sign to go ahead and do it. And if you have questions about that, let me know in the chat. I'm happy to help. Number two is surround yourself with a community of like-minded peers. A great side benefit to marketing school for photographers is the incredible community. They're helpful, they're kind, they're knowledgeable, and they're always willing to chip in and help each other. It is definitely a different vibe than free Facebook groups because everyone there has paid to be there. And there's just a different level of commitment involved when you've paid to be a part of something. So I actually interviewed another student, Lydia, who is now a coach inside a marketing school. And she said the same thing about the community. She said, it's like when you're starting your business and let's say you raise your prices and you get like your mom or your friend's opinion on your price. And they're like, oh my goodness, that is so expensive. They just don't understand that world. And because of their opinion, you might actually change or lower your price. But when you have people in your corner who are in the same space as you, you know you're getting quality advice. Like you know that the feedback that you're getting is valuable. And the truth is you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are you letting speak into your life? So this is how it works out for this student who specifically said that surrounding herself with a community of peers is what made the difference in her business. She said the community that comes along with being a part of marketing school is huge. I've met some amazing people. Any question that you have, whether you're just starting out and you've never photographed a birth, or even if you're experienced, you just get so much feedback. And that is so valuable. Okay, number three, work on the back end of your business when your bookings are slow. That is the fourth, or excuse me, the third of the four tips. So the truth is, um, we have students all over the country and all over the world. So as far as the pandemic is concerned, everything is different in so many different places, depending on where you live. But from the very beginning of all of this, so like spring 2020, I told myself and I told my students, okay, if something happens where I can't shoot births or I can't shoot sessions right now, I am going to focus on the back end of my business. I'm going to focus on the things that I always said I didn't have time for. I'm going to focus on that now. So that is so critically important. If you're in a space right now where you're like, I can't shoot sessions. I can't get into hospitals. I can't shoot births. What are some things that you can do in the back end of your business, like updating your client workflows or creating systems for your marketing or getting ahead on some of your marketing tasks or creating systems around editing or finances? Like, these are things that we often put off because we don't have the time or busy with sessions. But if you're in a space right now where things are a little bit slower or you can't shoot sessions, go ahead and work on those back end things so that when things open up in your area, you're ready to go and you're ready to hit the ground running. Hopefully that helps. Okay. So this last one, 
is one that I don't talk about much publicly, but we talk about this a lot inside of marketing school. And so I'm really glad that this person brought this up. And that is to be yourself online. Okay, listen to what I say about this because I have struggled with this and still continue to struggle with this. But I love that she specifically said this because for me, it was tough to be myself when I was first starting out. I felt like I had to be super professional, polished, put together. I felt like I had to speak like the queen or something. Like I was very critical of how I showed up online, on my blog, on social media. But the truth is that behaving that way wasn't really me. Like the real me says dude (laughs) all the time and like, and totally and um. So when I started being myself more online and showing more about like who I am, I'm a VBAC mom, I've had a home birth, here's why I love birth, here's my birth philosophy, um, and showing my face on live video just like this, it made such a huge difference in the impact that I was able to have in the community and the connections that I was able to make. And I just became okay with being myself and showing up who I am instead of feeling like I had to be in this um, super specific mold of what I quote should be. So my question for you is, are you trying to be someone that you're not online? Like, are you looking at a mentor or are you looking at somebody who is in your same space in your community? And you're like, okay, I need to try to be like them. Are you making that mistake? Because it is a mistake because you were made to be you. Here's what my student Chelsea had to say about this. She said, once I started being my true self on social media platforms, like cursing and using my day-to-day language and posting my day-to-day life and personal stuff and just being real, that is when I found my people and listen to this, you guys, I am almost booked for the entire year. Like literally this was the game changer for her was showing up and being herself and doing things that she felt like she quote shouldn't do. But that is who she was. And so then naturally she started to attracting her, started to attract her people. Uh, Cassidy said, I'm so shy. I don't know if I could ever do a live. You totally don't have to do live. You can just, you can be yourself without being on live. So this is the mistake that I, one of the mistakes I made, Cassidy. When I would write social media posts, I would write them like I thought I should. Like I wouldn't really sound like myself. I would say things that I thought needed to be like eloquently stated and it didn't sound like me. But once I really started to share stories and I started, started to talk, excuse me, I started to speak like I talk online um, in my captions, I started to attract my right people. So you don't have to go live. Of course, I do think there's a lot of benefits to going live, but if you feel like I'm too shy to go live, I don't know what I would say. Just start with this being yourself with what you write on social media. So hopefully that helps. Okay, so I just wanted to also remind you guys one more time that if you wanna hear all of these stories and you wanna go vote for your favorite, it's really inspirational to hear what these women have been able to accomplish in such a tumultuous time. Head over to thebeautyandbirth.net slash vote and you can listen to all of their stories and um, vote for your favorite story. So just to recap, the four best tips for booking more clients from marketing school students. Number one was become known for something by specializing. Number two, surround yourself with a community of peers. Number three, work on the back end of your business when your bookings are slow. And four, be yourself online. Okay, I have one final question that was pre-submitted on Instagram 
from Stacy, and she asked a really, really great question that I get often, which was, how do I talk to birth centers? Do most have photographers that they already recommend? And I love this question because I love where Stacy's head is going of like, she knows what is most likely to get her clients and she's trying to figure out how to get there. So Stacy, my answer to this question would be, to really try to find vendors. And when I say vendors, I mean people like midwives and doulas and um, prenatal chiropractors or maybe uh, birth class instructors. Find people who are on your same level. That's my best piece of advice when it comes to networking like this. Because when you're trying to shoot really big for people who are established and have a community and have an audience and you're trying to build a partnership or connection with them, it can be more challenging than if you find somebody who's on your same level. So for example, if you have photographed five births, let's say, find somebody who's also that same experience level and start to build relationships with those people who have the same experience as you. And as you both grow together, you can start to reach more, like you can start to re reach larger businesses like birth centers and things like that, that might be interested in collaborating with you. So hopefully that helps. Stacy, thank you guys so much for being here on this Quick Tip Tuesday episode here live on Facebook too. Thanks for being here. We'll talk to you next time. Have a great week. All right, friend. Thank you so much for being here. And remember, if you have a passion, it is not an accident because not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, I hope that you get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.